Attend while in high school. Jumpstart your career. Your high tech training starts here. Van Buren Tech, your career, your future, your life. The Breakfast Club on WCSY FM South Haven is paid for by Enterprises LLC. Welcome to The Breakfast Club on Super Hits, 103.7 Cozy FM. Highlighting what's good every Friday morning as experts, organizations, and event planners focus on the positive and relevant ways to experience hope. Teresa Getman, Rosalie Placati, and Paul Leyendecker are your hosts on Cozy and the podcast at WCSY.com. The Breakfast Club is sponsored by... Whiteford Wealth Management in South Haven. Let them help you build wealth at whitefordwealth.com. The South Haven, Bangor, and St. Joseph Banking Centers of Sturgis Bank. And Vassar Chiropractic and Rehabilitation for a different chiropractic experience. VassarChiropractic.com. Now, today's Breakfast Club on Cozy. Good morning. I'm Paulie and Decker with Teresa Argetman and Rosalie Placati. In the vein of keeping your bucket full... We're back again with a dear friend, author of Eight to Great and the K-12 Curriculum, M.K. Mueller. For you guys, you don't have to introduce her now. (laughs) Thank you, you, Paul. Thank you, because we're all familiar with M.K. now. You've been on, what, three, four times? And it's my fourth, yeah. And it's never enough. People ask for more. But who I would like to introduce is our very own Rosalie Placati, who is back from her travels abroad, whom we World miss early. Good morning and welcome back, Rosalie. Well, thank you, Teresa. I, I should have tried to mute you when you did that. But um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's good to be back. And, you know, actually, I had posted a picture and we, were, we had a lovely trip. We were gone for three weeks. I posted a picture, though, of the lake and the sunset. And I said, who can't come back to this? Uh, yes. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's it's just as beautiful as all the beautiful things I saw. So um, I'm happy to be back. Thank well, you. Good. We are Welcome so back. glad to have you back and to to be a part of this series that you were so instrumental in us deciding to go forward with it. So I'm glad you could be here with MK as she continues on to talk about filling your bucket and how important that is. Cause we have what less than 85 days to the year. I mean, something, I mean, I'm pretty close to (laughs) something and filling your bucket and come the holidays and everything and what fills and what's a bucket dipper and MK, I'm just going to let you take it away because we need all the time we can get with you. Well, as you know, I love this theme and uh, my taking care of me book is all about right filling your bucket. But what I I've realized, I'm sure all of us have by this time in our lives is you can't fill a bucket that's already full. Right. So you have to empty some things out of the bucket in order to make room for the fun things. We talked about how to ask for what you want last week. Well, this week is if there's just not even any time to ask for what you want or no energy to ask what you want, then um, then it's time to learn to say no. So I just, I love this topic. Um, you know, I don't know about you, but I never had a lesson, not, not in school, not in church, not from my parents. Nobody ever sat me down and said, 
we're going to talk about the importance of saying no, you know, and the only, the only association I had with no was during Lent, say no to the things that you like, (laughs) say no to the things that bring you pleasure. And it was like, okay, so that's how I'm supposed to say no to, ah, no. In fact, I had a wonderful priest friend tell me years later I was doing my own radio show and I said uh, Father Larry what would you like to say to our listeners as we head into Lent and he said this year don't say no to the things that that you don't enjoy say no to and sorry that you do enjoy say no to the things you don't right say no to the things that do not serve you and do not lift your spirit so I I like that one a lot better at any rate so um over the years life has really taught me the power and beauty of no and it's become one of my best friends she protects me um (laughs) she also helps other people to know me because if you don't know someone's nose you don't know them Ooh, I think that might be quotable Therese <laughs> right <laughs> so as, as Teresa and I know you know I've said no to uh, high sugar foods along the way because I found out I had an addiction I've said no to things like you know allowing people to smoke in my home and all that good stuff but right now having just gone through a little um, experience called the hurricane here in Florida oh. Um, you know, all of us have way more things we could be doing than we have time and energy to do. And sometimes somebody says, well, I have to do my best. And they said, do your best is not 20 hours. Do your best is there's a, there's a, there's an allotment you need for self-care every day. And that has to be protected. And if you, if you start treading into that time place, that energy place, um, you will not only pay physically and emotionally, but you'll start carrying that what I call negative energy, right? Because you're you're in the minus zone, you're in the red as far as energy, and you'll carry that into everything that you do. And I want to live in the black, right? I want to live from my abundance of energy and and joy and spirit. So I, you know, I've I've already had two friends that have thrown out their backs trying to do too much. And so this is really my message for all of my friends here in Florida, as well as your wonderful listeners there in Michigan and all around the country. So um, so last week we talked about the importance of asking for what we want. But if, if we haven't made friends with no, here's what happens. First of all, we'll be afraid that we're going to hear no, as though that was the worst thing that could happen. Of course, it's not. We're going to talk about that. No can really be a good thing to go, oh, Okay, so that we can redirect to a yes, right? But the other reality is sometimes we don't ask because we go, oh, well, if they don't want to, they won't say no. They'll say yes. And I guess what that implies to me is that we don't understand that the happiest, healthiest, most successful people are really comfortable with no. Okay, so if this person hasn't learned that skill yet to say no, then you might help be their teacher, right? Because you, it, it, just having the skill of no in your vocabulary is so important. So I wanted to, I wanted to use three quotes by three famous people. I can tell you something about Tom Hanks. I bet you never knew. So the first quote is from Steve Jobs, who uh, one of his last talks was on don't drain your life energy. One of his last um, valid, uh, his speeches, uh, graduation speeches. But this really short quote kind of says it all. Focus is about saying no, right? Focus. 
follow one course until successful means you can't follow every course, right? F-O-C-U-S, follow one course until successful. So focus is about saying no, that's Steve Jobs. The second one's from our good buddy from Omaha, Nebraska, where Teresa and I met. And he says, successful people learn a slow yes and a quick no. Ooh, don't you love that? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say yes till I think about it. And that's one of my favorite ways to say no is, wow, let me think about that. Um, yeah, um, yeah, let me, give me some time. I just need to think about that. If I'm not 100%, you know, if it's not, <laughs> heck yes, it's heck no. And uh, so I love that. But a quick no, meaning if it's not, well, I just bought a new bedspread. I know that may sound so silly. But when if I was ever wavering, then I said, no. <laughs> It's not heck yet. So I just went out and sure enough, I found the perfect bed for me. But here's, here was my, my find in getting ready for the show today. Saying, this is Tom Hanks now. Saying no, no is, is this something. Is nothing. I'm echoing. I'm echoing. Hmm, not sure why I'm echoing. But anyway, but anyway saying no they, to something is actually more powerful than saying yes. That's Tom Hanks. Now, listen to three roles that Tom Hanks turned down. And if he had not turned those down, what what role we would have missed out on? You ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. So he was offered Hook. You remember Robin Williams in Hook, which is the story of Peter Pan? So he was offered that. He, he didn't feel it. He just didn't feel that it was right for him. And instead, that made him available when A League of Their Own came out which to me is a classic. Can you imagine anybody else playing that wonderful role? There's no crime. There's no right. That's such a great one. Uh, the second one he turned down, again, because it just didn't feel right, was Groundhog Day. Now, I'm sorry. That part was written for Bill Murray, right? It is Bill Murray's iconic, best-known performance, I'm sure, right? But what could possibly have been better than Tom Hanks taking that one? Oh, well, try this one. Sleepless in Seattle. I recently said romantic films. Uh, I just said, what are the top 10 romantic films? And and Sleepless in Seattle is in the, top, I don't know, top five. It was. Oh, I saw that same list. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine? No. Instead of Groundhog Day. Okay. And here's, this one really surprised me. Shawshank Redemption. Oh my gosh. Now we know he's, he's an incredible dramatic actor, right? He turns down Shawshank Redemption. And what does he take? What comes available? Forrest Gump. Oh, one of my all-time favorite films. Okay. So so right now I'm going to say to all of our listeners, if you wrote down 10 things that you're going to be doing this week, including going to work, what, write down the 10 things. And then on the right-hand side, say, are they things you want to do? And if not, you can either start to say no now, or you can prepare to say no. And when I say prepare, Guy Raz has a wonderful book called How I Built This, which looks at all the great entrepreneurs. And what he says is entrepreneurs don't just quit their job cold and, and do something else. He, he talks about the fact that most famous entrepreneurs build their parachute before they leave off the cliff. In other words, they keep their jobs for way longer to make sure, sure, sure 
So they're doing their, their dream job on the side, right? So I'm not saying say no and leave a job tomorrow, right? Um, I always say give 30 days, ask for what you want, even if it's the moon. I've had many people, it says in my eighth grade book, I, I talk a lot about people who asked for the moon thinking they were never going to get it and they got it and everybody was a winner. Um, so when I was writing Taking Care of Me, um, I kept my Weight Watchers class. When I was watching eight to when I was uh, writing eight to great, I kept, I was doing traffic reports for my radio station. You know, they weren't big paying jobs, but I was still doing other jobs while I was writing to make sure that I had that, that parachute, which brings me to my final story. The, um, I, when I, while I was a traffic reporter, I, I started out in a plane and I would be looking down on traffic and saying, Oh, it looks like there's a problem at 72nd Dodge, whatever. And uh, one day the plane's going on. <laughs> And all of a sudden it's, and those three seconds of silence felt like 30. And I went, what was that? And he goes, it's an old plane. And I said, oh, I'm going down in an old plane. And so I went to the head of the studio the next day and I said, I'm sorry, this is my two weeks notice. Um, I'm sure you'll find other people who will be great at this, but I'm not going to risk my kid's mother's life over a traffic report. <laughs> they decided to down the plane and the following year, the top business decision of the year was to down the plane, save the money on the plane, save the money on the pilot. They put me in the studio listening to sca- uh, police scanners and people would call in and we had one guy driving around and I got to be really close with Jack and Fred. You remember Jack and Fred show, Teresa. And and isn't that fun? It wasn't just me that benefited. It was everybody. So I can't wait. Next segment, we'll talk about the 10 reasons we don't say no. Exactly. Oh. And, and thank you, MK. I, I was writing things down too. I've never looked at no as my best friend, but I will consider it. <laughs> so uh, I'm glad you're coming back then to to talk about that other topic then. Thank you. Hun. How do people reach you? Oh, mk at h2great.com and the website is just the number eight t-o-g-r-e-a-t.com and uh, again we have a k-12 curriculum as paul said and uh, we do teach kids to say no there is a uh, an activity in the middle school in the high school and in the new elementary curriculum that's going to be out in january we're so excited about that where we we have the kids practice saying no um and we ask to the fifth grader can i have one of your shoes we just keep asking questions until he says, no. We go. <laughs> I love it. Um, Grab this- a pen. We'll uh, pass that information along to you again on how to reach MK. Thanks for listening to the show every Friday morning here. You can reach out to us with ideas and comments at The Breakfast Club at WCSY.com. The Breakfast Club at WCSY.com. We'll be right back. The South Haven Bangor and St. Joseph Banking Centers, a division of Sturgis Bank, believes in community. That's why they're proud to sponsor the new Breakfast Club, Friday mornings at 830 on Cozy FM. At the South Haven Bangor St. Joseph Banking Centers, it's people that make the difference. People that can help you build or expand your business. Stop at any of their branch locations in South Haven, Bangor, St. Joseph, or visit SturgisBank.com. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Vassar Chiropractic and Rehabilitation, downtown South Haven, works to get you out of pain, back to doing the things you love, and avoid invasive procedures. 
Dr. Vassar believes that working together with you to achieve your goals is one of the most fulfilling experiences. For a different chiropractic experience, learn more and make an appointment at VassarChiropractic.com. Proud sponsors of The Breakfast Club on Cozy FM. Vassar Chiropractic and Rehabilitation, 330 Kalamazoo, downtown South Haven. This is The Breakfast Club on Super Hits, 103.7 Cozy FM. Highlighting what's good. The Breakfast Club on Cozy is sponsored by Whiteford Wealth Management in South Haven. Let them help you build wealth at whitefordwealth.com. The South Haven, Bangor, and St. Joseph Banking Centers of Sturgis Bank. And Vassar Chiropractic and Rehabilitation for a different chiropractic experience. VassarChiropractic.com. And now, back to The Breakfast Club on Cozy. Thanks so much for listening to The Breakfast Club every Friday morning at 8.30, streaming and podcast at WCSY.com. Just click where you see shows and The Breakfast Club. I'm Paul Decker back with Rosalie Placati and Teresa Argetman, all set for part two of today's Breakfast Club. Ladies? Well, you know, we're so thankful, MK, that you're back on. I think that you have such good things to talk about, such good ways to improve our lives and and be happier and more at peace. Um, The last segment, I just, you know, was saying no. I think that as we get older, and I don't know if it's mortality that's looking at us, but we learn how to say no naturally. At least that's what I'm seeing is I get older, Um, but it's still hard to do. It's, it's still for all the reasons you want to say yes. But, you know, the funny thing is, is um, I have a chronic uh, uh, disease and I have to lay down in the afternoon. I absolutely have to. And so no more 2 p.m. meetings, um, no more. Um, yeah, I can move that up. I protect that time. And I will tell you that it is so beneficial. It's a bit of a joke. Because, you know, I call the lie down or I have to take my nap, but I absolutely have to. So I've had to say no, but it's not easy. And I know now that you're going to talk about right now is the 10 lies that keep us from saying no. So let's hear from you about that. Awesome, Rosalie. And you bring up a great point. The the phrase that Teresa and I teach in 8 to grade is, no, I won't be doing that. But thank you for asking. And don't give a reason. And, and what I remember sitting on the swing with my kids under both arms one beautiful fall evening in Omaha, and I thought to myself, you know, it's so easy for me to say no to things now because I have these two precious lives that I want to spend every possible minute with. What will I do when they're not here, right? And so um, it's just really important for me to take as good a care of that private time, that relaxing sit on a swing time now. Absolutely. Um, even, and again, not worrying about an excuse. You don't have to have an excuse. No, I won't be doing that, but thank you for asking. And then just change the subject and say, so how are the kids? Right. But, um, yeah, so let's talk a little bit about, um, first of all, saying no to things. This is fascinating uh, research. Again, I did for today's show. I found out that one fourth, one fourth of all two car garages in the United States do not have room for even one car. <laughs> They're so full of yes stuff. Oh, yes, I need that. Oh, yes, I want that. Oh, yeah. Oh, goodness gracious. And here's another one. One out of every 10 people own at least one storage unit and one out of every five own, excuse me, no, one out of every 20 own two or more. 
So I'm, I'm just kind of breathing on that one, right? We buy the house and we fill up the house and we fill up more than the house and more than the house. Okay, so here's a, a wonderful quote from a, an organizer named Joshua Becker. Excess possessions do not bring extra happiness. Even worse, they distract us from the things that do bring that happiness. Isn't that powerful? So I have a little rule about saying no to things, and that is I can't bring anything new into the house, including a piece of clothing, without giving two things away. Now, it's much easier in a small Florida home. I mean, we don't have basements, right? Um, when I moved here, they say moving three times is like having a fire, <laughs> right? But um, but you're right. We don't have to wait until we're in our 60s and 70s to say, okay, it's time to say no. Well, here are the 10 lies that keep us from saying no to people. The first one is, oh, I can't, I can't say no. They won't be able to handle the disappointment. I don't want to hurt their feelings. Oh, goodness. Would you rather know now or later? Because people who wish they would have said no, do not stick around. So they are going to leave. They are not going to show up or whatever. Um, but if, if you're, if you're not willing to say no now, you will disappoint them more later. That's just what I'm saying. Number two, they can't handle the rejection and they will take it personally. Well, I'm sorry. Life lesson 101. It ain't about you, right? No, it's not about you. And, and everybody has to learn that lesson in their own time. You can be their teacher, right? You can be their teacher and their friend by simply saying, no, I won't be doing that, but thank you for asking. Here's another interesting one. Hey, I'm not going to say no because I'm smart. I'm strong. I should be able to do it all. Excuse me. If you're really smart, then you know better than to waste your life energy doing what you don't love. Marie Kondo, your calendar. Do you know about Marie Kondo's question? Does it bring me joy? If it doesn't get rid of it, well, take a look at your calendar. Does it bring me joy? And if you're saying, well, wait a minute, I volunteer at the shelter. I volunteered at a shelter for 17 years in Omaha. It was one of those joyful things. I loved teaching eight to great to those folks. So does whatever you're doing bring you joy? If not, Marie Kondo, your calendar. The fourth one, I may need help. So I have to say yes to all of their requests in case I ever do. Oh my gosh. What that's saying is you hang out with people who will only help you to pay you back. They won't help you because they want to. They're not real friends. They'll only help you because they owe you. Excuse me, find some new friends. Okay, number five. But I'm the only one that can do this. Oh, that's the white knight syndrome. Yawn. Okay, here's number six. I'm the only one that can do this right. (laughs) I call that the savior syndrome. And uh, you wonder why no one else steps up to help because you have all the steps covered with your photo. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's why no one's stepping up because they can't do it to your liking. So they don't even step up. So you wonder why you're having to do it. I'm not going to start. Okay. Number seven. Oh, but they'll break up with me or they'll fire me or they'll stop being my friend. Oh, here's one. My adult child won't stay in touch if I don't keep giving them money. Woo! Mm-hmm. Team, that's not the job you want. If you can't say no, if they're going to fire you over no, that's not the job you want. That's not the friend you want. That's not the relationship you want. And that's definitely not the relationship with your adult child that you want, right? You are training your adult child to, I'm sorry, use you. And that doesn't feel good to either party. I don't think, I don't know if you know that, but they don't feel good about you continually pouring money into them when they haven't reciprocated with warmth and love and gratitude they don't feel good about it either so it's kind of like tainted money you can imagine just 
icky germs all over that money. That's the money you're giving them. Number seven, uh, sorry, number eight, I have more than they do. I have to give. I would feel guilty. Okay, what that's saying is when you have more, don't enjoy it. You have to balance out having more by by having less time. Wow. <laughs> that that would tell everybody, I don't want more. I don't want more. I don't want more. Right? No, you can have more things and more time. Number nine is, but but if I say no, they won't accept my answer and it'll turn into a big argument. Well, that's because you haven't trained them that you mean what you say. If they don't accept your no, it's because in the past you've said no and then changed your mind and said yes. So that's why you're, they're arguing with you. This is, this is teenage parenting 101, right? If you set a, a time and they don't meet that curfew and you don't have a consequence, oh, well, they'll never, they'll never meet a curfew again, right? So when you say no, you have to meet it. You have to have a consequence. And finally, number 10, I'd rather not say anything at all. I don't have to say no. They'll figure it out sooner or later. It's called passive aggressive. And it's a way to lose any friends you might still have left. Okay. Well, those are my, those are my thoughts for today on knowing yourself and knowing others. And, um, and one of my, uh, one of my reminders again is that we only teach no in the taking care of me book and the eight to great book, which are available on Amazon, but we say it in our teach it in our K 12 curriculum. So if you go to the eight to great.com website, again, eight T O G R E A T.com, um, you'll see, you can contact me. It even says, you know, uh, schedule a consult and myself or one of our master trainers will get in touch with you. And we will help your students learn to say no and feel comfortable with that powerful word. Thank you, guys. You know, I, I before you go, Teresa, I know you've got, we were, there's so much commonality in what she said, right, Teresa? Um, uh, now, I, our listeners, if they're listening to this, hopefully, mm-hmm. hello, um, they're going to be able to, not only for themselves personally, but perhaps even share this really foundation kind of knowledge with children. Um, I know you have a curriculum and, um, and an excellent book. You know, even if our listeners take away a couple things of what you said and teach their kids how to say no respectfully and how to think for themselves. And, and we could be helping the next generation, right? Because it's very hard to do what you've done. I was listening to all that. I'm laughing. Oh, I do that. I do that. I do that. I do that. That's a, that's a, that's a, a big paradigm shift for me being a, uh, an addicted yes sayer. Um, like I said, okay. So, uh, but like I said, as I get older, I get smarter, but Teresa, what did you want to add to that? I was I was watching your face about some of the things she said uh, that really I can't keep a secret. Yeah. My face can't keep a secret. I'm telling <laughs> you. you know, I, I I'm reminded because I used to have up on my mirror in the morning. It was so important to me that um, the world already has a savior, Teresa. But thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Thank I, love it. I love it, JC. And the other one is that I used to tell myself, because my friend Sherry 
Rayfeld would always say, honey, my ice cream is melting. And I would tell myself that in my head, say no, because honey, my ice cream is melting. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So go ahead, Trace. No, a person who never says no, their yes doesn't mean very much. And that's the loop I got into and the perfection of it, having it done just so and getting out of that and knowing I say this program works if you work it. You are never just completely there until you graduate and go home. So as much as I've taught this longer than probably any other trainer, I still have to go back to where I'm where my issue is, where my boundary has been crossed. Mm-hmm. Where have I allowed that? Not that somebody else did, but that I allowed that. And and it's so powerful when when a parent really gets this message, they mm-hmm. allow a student to they allow their child to say no, and they say, okay, there are you can say no to this. There are consequences, right? Right. No, you're not going to help clean the garage. No problem. Um, you won't be able to you know, spend this time on your computer or go out with your friends or get your allowance or whatever it is. Store your bike in it. Exactly. But allowing them to say no is a very important part of parenting. But anyway, thank you for helping me spread the eight to great message. (laughs) Also wonderful. Well, we'd love to hear from our listeners too. Um, You know, can you do this? Are, Are you, I wrote down, you know, write the 10 things you do every week. And do you really like that? Or are you just doing it? And, you know, again, I use my age a little bit because I do think we get smarter as we get older, but boy, oh boy, when I had little kids in my, you know, thirties and forties, I I was doing the, you know, 20 hour day, easily a 20 hour, 20 hour day, because between working, between your family, between the dinners, between the laundry, between your husband, um, some of this would have been helpful. And it sounds like you can really do it. Right? Absolutely. So if you're a parent, a teacher, a guidance counselor, principal, superintendent, or a student, and this sinks you and you want eight to great in your school, it's really easy to make happen. So, you know, tell your school, we want eight to great. Look it up. Go get that. (laughs) Because it's life changing. And it makes us healthier across the board. So thank you again. Thank you, guys. It's been awesome. Yes, it has. We love so it when glad you share I, it. So glad I didn't say no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so are we. We love it when you share ideas and comments with us. Email the breakfast club at WCSY.com. You'll find podcasts of the shows there as well. And for more inspiration from Teresa R. Getman, visit EnterprisesLLC.com. Have a great day. You've been listening to The Breakfast Club, highlighting what's good every Friday morning at 8.30 as experts, organizations, and event planners focus on the positive and relevant ways to experience hope. The Breakfast Club on Cozy is sponsored by Whiteford Wealth Management in South Haven. Let them help you build wealth at whitefordwealth.com. The South Haven, Bangor, and St. Joseph Banking Centers of Sturgis Bank and Vassar Chiropractic and Rehabilitation for a different chiropractic chiropractic experience vassarchiropractic.com join us again next friday at 8 30 for the breakfast club on super hits 103.7 cozy fm find a podcast of today's show at wcsy.com the south haven bangor and st joseph banking centers a division of sturgis bank believes in community that's why they're proud to sponsor the new breakfast club friday mornings at 8 30 on cozy fm 
At the South Haven Bangor St. Joseph Banking Centers, it's people that make the difference. People that can help you build or expand your business. Stop at any of their branch locations in South Haven, Bangor, St. Joseph, or visit SturgisBank.com. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. At Whiteford Wealth Management, they have the pleasure of serving clients in nearly half of the country from their beloved South Haven. Rest assured, with Whiteford Wealth Management, you will always get simple, candid advice based on the wealth of knowledge and experience in tax, legal, and investments. Clients trust Whiteford Wealth Management with their life savings, and they earn that trust by recommending products that they use themselves. Whiteford Wealth Management. Let them help you build wealth. WhitefordWealth.com. Proud sponsors of The Breakfast Club on Cozy. The Breakfast Club on WCSY-FM South Haven is paid for by Enterprises, LLC.